Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, and I'm here with my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hey guys! Today, we discuss the epicness that is Simone Biles and some of the crazy new skills that we saw on National Gymnastics Day. We also talk about LSU returning to practice and not wearing masks or social distancing. And we also give an update on Chelsea Memel and her comeback, and we share our thoughts on her chances of making the Olympic team and some of the new skills she's throwing. Do we think she's ever going to actually compete them? We discuss. If you're not already following us on social media, make sure you do so. We're at All Things Gym Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can always send us an email if you have any questions or thoughts on today's episode. Our email is allthingsgympod at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Real quick, we'd like to give a shout out to our gold level Patreon supporters. Cindy M, Bree C, Blake B, Elaine E, Dominic D, Rydog, Faith M, Caitlin P, Kristen R, Amy C, Lori S, and Sabrina M. In the future, we plan to expand our podcast through creating a website and by providing transcriptions for the interviews that we do, so your monthly donation is very much appreciated and it helps us grow in the long term. To anyone who is not a member of our Patreon but would like to know more about it, there will be a link down below in the show notes where you can get more information on what we'll be using the money for as well as the different tier levels. So there's three tiers, gold, silver, bronze, and they range from $1 a month to $5 a month. So there's more information on our Patreon website, which again is going to be linked in the show notes. And we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who supports us. We love and appreciate you guys more than you know, and we're just so grateful for you. So thank you. So it has been a crazy week for Brittany and I between working and then for me at least school. This week was just horrible. So I'm really this week drug on. Yeah. And I'm just kind of glad that we're getting a chance to sit down now and finally talk about gymnastics since that's what keeps you and I happy. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So we're going to start this episode with a little bit of news and then we're going to get into a little bit of Chelsea memo talk. So starting with news, what do you have for us, Brett? So the FIG is actually going to be holding a online conference just about the coaching culture of gymnastics following all of the abuse scandals and the conference is supposed to be an opportunity for athletes, coaches, technical experts, and really anyone who has an interest in the sport of gymnastics and the future of gymnastics to really contribute towards improving safeguarding. So the conference is set for October 26th and the 27th, so I thought that was kind of cool. They have two sessions, so that way all the national bodies can get involved in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important that they're making it available to everybody, so that way everyone has the opportunity to put an input. And getting opinions on people from all over the world to see what other countries are doing and what techniques are working for them. And yeah, I just think that's a really cool idea, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes of this, Um, if maybe any new rules are going to be be made. But I do think it's important to have everybody, you know, from all over the world collaborating and coming together on this. I think that that's a step in the right direction. And also the fact that this is an online conference makes it so much easier for everyone to attend. Right, like you have no excuse, you don't have to go anywhere. Right, because otherwise, like, I don't know if these type of conferences have been held in the past, but like, if so, they would have to have like a country that's in like a central location, if that's even possible, because when you're talking about the whole world, like Mm -hmm. what is... What is, you know, a a, a distance that everybody can get to easily. Right. 
so I think it's a good idea to have it online, especially with the coronavirus, but just in general going forward. These types of conferences should be held online so that way everybody can attend and everybody can really have their input. So the last few weeks, we've been talking a lot about all of the college programs that are having to shut down, the gymnastics programs specifically, and other programs, but William & Mary is a program that I think we mentioned briefly when we were giving like an overview, but we never actually kind of like talked about them in depth. So they've been making a great effort to save their program. I love the effort that this team is putting in. So they actually have, it's called a link tree, which we're going to link it down below. I think it's a really great resource just because they have everything in one place and it makes it really easy for fans, any person to just get involved and help out. So this link tree basically lists everything. So they have like a pledge for donations, a letter for templates to fill out that you can send in. They have like a template for a voicemail if you want to make a phone call. And right on that same tab, they have stats on the team, which I'm like, that's so cool. That's really smart. Because if you're not super familiar with William and Mary's gymnastics program and their history, you can just go in and like see everything that they've accomplished throughout the years and kind of add that to your letters or to your voicemail to help like fluff it up and make mm-hmm. it, you know. So it's not just a generic statement. It's yeah, actually it's kind a little of bit more personal. personal. Yeah. yeah. So they also have the contact info for anyone that you would need, a petition to sign. So a lot of really great stuff all in one place. There is literally no excuse to not help this team out. They've put so much work in to get all of this information to us. Mm So, you know, as gymnastics fans, I feel like it's our due diligence to kind of, you know, help them out and reach out to these people and really just, you know, let them know why we think this program is important, why we think college gymnastics is important, the opportunities that it brings for the athletes and for the school. But we also can't forget about the other teams just because there are, unfortunately, so many teams right now that are fighting to save their programs. Alaska's one that we talked a little bit about last week, and we actually had a gymnast and the interim head coach reach out to us and sort of provide us with some information. So we might be having Marie-Sophie, the head coach, the interim head coach, on the show in the future, maybe. We'll see. We're going to try and work that out. But she actually told us that they brought three reduced budget options to the athletic director, the chancellor and the Board of Regents. So it was like a 63-page document along with a YouTube presentation, which is like... They went all out. Yeah, they really did. And unfortunately, they're still being asked to raise the amount, 888000 which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And Especially when they're clearly proving that there's ways that they could cut back yes. and not spend that much money, but they're still making them raise that much money. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah. There's still a lot of unknowns for that program. And once they gather their information on their end of like what they need, they're going to reach out and we're going to help try and, you know, get their links out so you guys can either donate, sign petitions, you know. Do what we got to do. Yes. So hopefully in the coming weeks, we'll be able to provide more information on that program. Real quickly, we have to talk about Simone. Simone doing Simone things. She made my week. I know. She really did. So, of course, it was National Gymnastics Day on Saturday, and Simone decided to break the gym internet once again, and she posted two videos, one of her doing a triple back on floor, so she did it into a pit, which was cool, because we've never seen that done before. It was in the pike position. Oh, sorry. I probably should have specified. Yes. I mean, either way, a triple back is still really cool. So even if it was a tog, it would still be cool. (laughs) True. But yeah, a triple pike. And then she also did a Yurchenko double pike on vault. And that one actually kind of looks like 
legit. It yeah. kind of looks like she's training that. Like, she landed it on her feet. She she did it into the pit with a mat, but, mm. like, yeah, she literally landed it. So I'm like, is she actually training this? And, like, so for the triple pike, for example, like, you can see that, and, like, it's cool, but clearly she's not going to compete that. It doesn't look like she's going to compete that. She's but, just throwing it to, mm-hmm. like, break the internet and wish us all a happy <laughs> National Gymnastics Day. But that Yurchenko double pike, that's pretty legit. Like, she could totally compete that. Yeah. I just feel like there's no way that Simone's going to come out of quarantine and, you know, having this whole extra year to train and not have some sort of new skill that she's going to come out with next year to to name a Biles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be another Biles. We just don't know what it is yet. It's just crazy the amount of skills that girl has. I know. That she can do. Like, the and potential. I still think that she needs a bar skill. But, like, I'll take any, like, skill at this point. <laughs> like, anything she wants to throw out there, we'll love it. What would you rather? Would you rather her do a Yurchenko triple or the double pike? Oh, the Yurchenko triple. I, I think so, be. too. I feel like we've been talking about the Yurchenko triple and, like, wanting to see it for so long. So I'm kind of itching to see that in competition. And I feel like if anyone can do it and get it named after them, Simone would be the one to do it. She's been training that. I mean, I guess not consistently, but, you know, we have video of her back from, like, 2013 doing that. Mm -hmm. So it would be cool to, like, have her do that at the Olympics, get it named after her, and then end her career on that note. Mm -hmm. But also, at the same time, I feel like the Yurchenko double back, whether it's in a tuck position, a pike position, that's also something we have seen before Mm -hmm. so either way it's equally as exciting and i'm here for it i just want to know if she's training it seriously it's so hard to tell why would she land it on a mat though if she wasn't actually legit trying to like go for it true like i feel like she would have just thrown it into the pit like with the double or i mean the triple pike yeah but it's like Mm -hmm. the fact that she put mats in and she like literally landed it like Mm -hmm. that tells me that like she's low-key training it maybe we won't ever see it in competition but like i said i feel like with all this extra time that she has Like, she's going to come out with something. At least I hope. Next, I want to give a quick shout out to Miley O'Keefe, who is going into her sophomore season at Utah, for calling out the LSU gymnastics team. So she posted some pictures on her Instagram story of the LSU girls from their first day of practice. And there was a bunch of pictures that were posted of them, like in the gym together. And I'm assuming after practice, they were like all in the locker room and nobody's wearing masks. So for some context, a few days prior, they posted LSU. They posted a picture of the whole team, and they were all wearing masks, and it was captioned, we are committed to change. And they were wearing, like, black shirts. It says, Tigers United. And I'm not really sure, like, what that was in response to. Like, I don't know if that's, like, a BLM statement. I don't know if that's, like, a COVID statement. I I didn't really know. (laughs) I kind of more interpret it as... The Black Lives Matter. I kind of did too, but then I'm like, it could also apply to like, we're committed to change. But also, and, like, isn't that kind of annoying that they kept it vague? So it's like, you don't even know what they're talking about. Like, so I feel like it should have been, it should have been clear, like, what you were talking about. I know, it's like, Tigers United, we're committed to change, but like, you don't know what we're trying to change. Like, that's, that's for us to know and you to find out. Yeah, like, for real. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Like, if you're so committed to change, why aren't you like, proud and like, right, like tell, tell us, us what Tell us is. what you're changing. <laughs> that is funny. But anyway, so Miley posted this. I'll read the statement just in case anyone hasn't seen it. It was on her Instagram story, so it's gone now. Um, and I'm sure there's some screenshots out there, but I'll read it to you. So she says... Please hear me out, okay? I've been seeing LSU and all of their gymnast posts about them starting officials, 
she means like official practice, which is awesome. But where are the masks and distancing? The United States and whole world is still in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know if LSU just isn't requiring any of these protocols, but posting committed to change with all of the girls huddled up, but having a mask on just doesn't make sense. So she's referencing that photo we just talked about. And then she goes on to say... I'm not saying this to be rude or point fingers, but I know for myself that I have people in my family that are at high risk and feel as though things should be being handled more appropriately within the NCAA and sports. We will be lucky. She said lucky. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> she meant to say lucky. We will be lucky if we even have a season if this continues to be the case. The NCAA can't have a gymnastics national championship, so if we as a community can't abide by something as simple as wearing a mask and socially distancing ourselves and people whom we don't live with. So I know there's some people out there who don't agree that wearing masks, you know, helps anything. They don't think it's useful. And then there's people that do wear masks and think that everyone should be wearing masks and it should be enforced. And, you know, I'm not here to argue one way or the other. I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's become kind of political at this point. It has. Yeah. And I don't, you know, this is a gymnastics podcast. I don't necessarily need to share my personal beliefs with you guys. Um, Just like you don't have to, you know, message us or email us and tell us your personal beliefs beliefs. We're all entitled to our own opinions. But I will say this. I think we can all agree that we want to have a college gymnastics season. And, you know, we also know that there's certain things that can be done to help stop the spread or slow the spread of the virus. And that's social distancing from other people and people that you don't live with. Yes. In particular. And wearing the mask as much as some people may not like that. You know, when you're going into public places, at least here in Michigan where we live, I, I can't speak to other parts of the world or in other states but to my knowledge you know here in Michigan when we go in anywhere we have to wear a mask and so I don't know why a practice facility at a university would be any different. Mm -hmm. And what gets me is that if the gymnasts can't follow these safety guidelines while they're in the gym then they're obviously not committed to doing their part to ensuring that we actually have a season. Right. You know like you said we all want to have a season. I know they do too. They have to want to have a season. So why not just do everything that you can to show that you're, you know, doing your part? Yeah, I mean, we've seen teams like the University of Michigan, Go Blue, love them. <laughs> they're all wearing masks. They're all social distancing. They're all on different beams. They're doing splits and they're spread out across the mat. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing this, you know, huddle up all face to face and not wear a mask. Also, I'd like to point out real quickly, Helen Hu. She posted a video of herself doing an even bar routine and she was wearing a mask while she did it. And I'm not necessarily advocating for doing gymnastics with a mask on. I think every gymnast has their own preferences and me not being a gymnast or like at least a high level gymnast ever in my life. I can't really speak to like what it would be like to do gymnastics with a mask on. Clearly it's possible, but at least when you're not doing gymnastics you shouldn't be wearing a mask. And when your team is all huddled together or you're in the locker room all that jazz, you should be wearing a mask. There's no reason why you shouldn't be, especially given the fact that you don't live with all your teammates and you don't know where they've been. Some of them, I mean, I don't know exactly how LSU is operating, but some colleges, including my college, some classes are face-to-face still. And you just, you don't know. You know what I mean? You don't know where people have been and who they've come in contact with. And, you know, you can make the argument that, like, oh, well, they all stay on campus. Like, no one's leaving campus. But then it's like... There's also people who commute to campus, just random people, not even athletes. Mm-hmm. And what if they're around somebody who talked to somebody else who commutes to campus every day and they go home and they have a parent that works in a hospital? 
You see what I'm saying? Like, there's still a lot of ways that the virus can spread, and you might not even realize that it's spreading. Because, mm-hmm. again, you you know the people that you're around, but you don't know who those people have been around and where those people have been. Exactly. And I think that there's enough evidence at this point in time to back that up, that that's how the virus spreads. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that you can't argue. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about LSU's response to this because they've been getting a lot of heat ever since all those photos of the team was posted after the first day of practice. And they posted a picture of this sanitation unit that disinfects the air. And they said it eliminates the risk for anyone who comes into the gym or any of the athletes while they're in their apartments. And that sounds great. Like this unit that disinfects the air and like that sounds perfect, right? The problem is, is that their facility is 18,000 square feet. It's a huge facility. Mm-hmm. And these units only cover 1,500 square feet. So in order for this to even be effective, they would need to have 12 of those units in the gym. And that's just the gym. We're not talking in the dorms. Any facility on campus, the locker room. I mean, there's so many places that all of these girls go that is not just the actual gymnastics training facility. Right. So they're not completely immune to getting this virus just because the sanitation unit is in the gym. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. And I think a lot of people are trying to make, a lot of LSU fans, I should say, are trying to make that argument. And also the fact that these girls are always together. A lot of them live together, which that's probably true. A lot of them probably do live together and they are around each other. But they don't all live together. Right. And you don't know where they've been. So therefore, please do everyone a favor. And when you're standing next to each other in the gym and you're not doing gymnastics, just wear a damn mask. Then you can go home to your apartment with your sanitation unit in your backpack and take your mask off. And again, you know, the people that they live with, those particular members of the team, that's fine because they live with those people. But like the other girls on the team who you're not living with, that's I think where there's a little bit of a problem that people are having because you can't. There's no way to know where your teammates have been, mm-hmm. where they're, if they live with another roommate who's on another sports team, where have those people been? Right. And what's dumb about it is that you see in the background, you see the coaching staff, they're wearing masks, which is great, but then it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to be wearing masks when all the gymnasts are coming together to huddle at the end of practice, not literally wearing face masks. face to face. They're literally in a face to face huddle. Yep. They're in the locker room. All grouped together, no masks. And then they're out in public, and that's a photo you see as well on Instagram, them all wearing masks. It's like, doesn't that kind of contradict each other? Like, don't those things not add up? Right. Like, today we're wearing masks and protecting each other and other people, but then it's like, and now we're in the gym and we're not going to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think if they want to have a season, if any team wants to have a season, just wear the mask when you're not literally doing gymnastics. It's not that much to ask. You're not being asked to wear it for a long period of time. Just do what you have to do to help be a part of the solution and not being a part of the problem. All right, so let's move on and talk about Chelsea Memo. We've been waiting to do this episode for weeks, and I know we've gotten a lot of requests, people just wanting us to talk about Chelsea and, like, our thoughts on her comeback and where we think she's going to end up. And honestly, the videos that she posts on her YouTube channel every week have made my year. I know. It's made 2020, like, bearable. I look forward to them every single week. Like, I'm refreshing my YouTube, 
And it, she's gotten a kind of a upload schedule down, so now she's doing it every Sunday. So It's, it's like, like Sunday night, I feel like. Yeah. But it's nice because now we know we have something to look forward to. Like, I usually just get in the bathtub, pull out my phone, watch <laughs> Chelsea's latest video. Yeah, it's like your night routine. I truly look forward to it. The thing that I've really enjoyed is just seeing how Chelsea's progressed mm-hmm. as, you know, each video, each week. Mm-hmm. Um, you really get to see, you know, in the very beginning, she was just recording herself. And they were, like, 30-minute videos of her just, like, doing, like, just all of her skills. And they were pretty basic skills. Yeah. And her dad wasn't even coaching her back then. Yeah, because back then, it, it wasn't a comeback. It was just her playing around in the gym and doing, like, adult gymnastics. But yeah. then I think after a little bit of persuasion from the gymnastics world, she kind of convinced herself that she should come back and that she could come back. Yeah, she realized she could. So now we've had, you know, Andy, Memo, her dad in the videos, and we've had Wisconsin Oshkosh gymnast Rodea Jarvis was in some of the videos over the summer, and it's been a lot of fun just to see the camaraderie between all of them and kind of just get a feel for, like, behind the scenes. like And their personalities. Yeah, you really get a feel for their personalities. and I love Andy, honestly. He's my favorite. I know. He's, he's funny. I didn't think he was funny, like... Like, before, like, when Chelsea... I just didn't know anything about him. No, he's always kind of, like, just there, and he's, like, straight-faced and stoic, and he's kind of like that in these videos, too, but he's also funny at the same time, so... Yeah. He's an interesting character. He has, like, a a different sense of humor, but I love it. I like the, like, the bets that they make Mm -hmm. with Chelsea, and he's, like, obsessed with Instagram, so there was one video where they were wanting him to get, like, 10,000 followers, and then he was gonna buy Chelsea ice cream, and then they did it, I'm pretty sure, like, within a couple days, or within a week at the latest. Well, duh, what did he expect? Yeah, like, the gym tonight was gonna come through, and we did, so... Yeah. Well, it's because he's posting all these skill updates of Chelsea. Like, you know, we wait for this video to come out on Sunday, but during the week, Andy's on Instagram posting stuff, so... Yeah, it's like, it's like you gotta, like, go you, to his Instagram to, like, get the content. Right, if you want your weekly or your, your daily, because he's been posting quite a bit, if you want your daily Chelsea fix, you gotta go follow Andy Memo on Instagram. Do we know if Chelsea's still training three days a week, or has she upped it? I th- um, want to say that she's doing three days a week still, and then the other two days are conditioning. Last I heard, that's what she was doing, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. So, what do you think as far as the progress she's made? Do you feel like she's in better shape now than she was before? I do. Um, I mean, Chelsea was always a great gymnast, obviously, but I feel like she's in better shape now. She seems to be, like, more fit. Mm-hmm. and Which is crazy. She's always doing, like, this cool, like, conditioning. Like, um, just this past week, she posted her standing on the high bar with, I think it was a weight in her hand, mm-hmm. I believe. And she was, like, squatting on one leg on the bar. Did you see that? Yep. It's insane. I watched her, I can't even do that, like, standing on the ground. No. Holding on to something. Right, like, I could, I could hold ha- on to like a, my bed. I can hardly get can't. up. Yeah, I can hardly get up with my own two legs, <laughs> let alone like one leg on a bar, squatting all the way down. It's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. So I feel like you know she looks fit. Her tumbling is higher because of it. Her leaps and jumps have more amplitude. She's training a bunch of new skills that she wasn't doing before in mm-hmm. her gymnastics career. Yeah. So 
Of those scales, what ones of those do you think are actually realistic? That's the fun thing, is watching her attempt all these scales and then trying to figure out, can she actually do this? Is this, like, a potential serious upgrade? Yeah. Some of them I feel like it might be too soon to tell in the mm-hmm. process. Like, maybe in a couple months from now, I'll be like, oh, like, you know, the double-double, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. But then there's some where it's like, I just haven't seen her do it enough. Or it's right. just still, like, very new. Yeah. Well, okay, so she's doing a double on vault, which she has competed in the past. So she also did a one and a half in like two. And she also sometimes did falls. I feel mm-hmm. like it just depended like on the meat and how she was feeling. Yeah. I I think she could do the MNR. Like I totally think that if she actually put her mind to it and she was like seriously training it, I think she could land the MNR. I just don't know if I see that happening. And she has a little bit of form issues on her double. Yeah. So I'd kind of like her to, like, work on cleaning that up. And I feel going. like sometimes the rotation is not always, like, the greatest. Like, sometimes she gets it spot on, and then sometimes it's, like, Twisting she's off really, yeah. to the side. So I agree. I think that her best bet, for now at least, is going to be just to continue working on the double. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get the impression that's what she's doing, mm-hmm. because usually in the videos every week, she's doing the double, and then she'll throw, like, one aminar at the end. Yeah. So it's not like she's consistently training it. She's just kind of doing it, like to have in the arsenal just in case. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how she feels and maybe she'll feel like the double's going good and she wants to upgrade to the MNR, but right. I think with the time that she has left, I don't know if I see her actually putting that onto a competition surface, but we'll see. Maybe she'll prove me wrong. Talking about bars, she's bars is coming along slower than the other events, but she also started that way later than all the other events, but it's looking good. Yeah. The biggest thing that I've noticed with her bars so far is she doesn't really hit the handstands on most of the handstands that she does. I think it's getting a little bit better as the weeks go on, so mm-hmm. and I'm sure she'll, you know, tune that up, but... I've been looking around, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm an expert with the code of points, because I cannot do that, but I was looking around just seeing what other people were calculating as potential start values for her, and I've seen, you know, 16, 16 16-2, that range, but that's also with the skills that we've seen her doing so far, not with any upgrades. And a lot of people were thinking that maybe she was going to be doing the Maloney into a clear hip full into a Tkachev, uh-huh. just because the video she posted, well, by the time you hear this, it will have been a week or so ago. She posted a video doing a Maloney and then she went right up into a giant. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of a sign that she's going to work out of it. And there's a couple ways that she could work out of it, but I think I'd like to see her do the Maloney and then clear hip full into a Tkachev. I think that would make sense for her. Yeah. I kind of thought she was doing Maloney pack. She could be, but that wouldn't make sense with the Maloney and then the, she goes right up into the giant. No, I know. I saw the video of her going right up into the giant, but I just, I thought maybe she was just like trying to do it. Just she, to she play might, around and see what like her options were. She might have been. But I feel like I've seen her more consistently training to do like the Maloney right into the pack. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just the vibe that I got. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just speculating and I think everyone else is too. Like I said, she's, she's throwing out so many different things. I think she is just playing around herself and trying to see what she can do and mm-hmm. like seeing possibilities. Bars was one of her better events in her elite career in the past, so I feel like this time around though is going to be beam and floor. I mean, she was always good at floor, but I no, feel I agree like though. I think she looks good is, on beam. Beam is very, very good. Floor is also. We haven't really seen her like landing on like the actual floor, so I feel like we still have to like 
you know, wait to say, like, that's going to be, like, one of her better events. But, like, as of right now, the way her tumbling is looking, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, yes. Like, I feel like this is going to be good. And I think bars will get there, too. Because yeah. she does have, obviously, the potential. And she was, you know, clearly a bar queen in the past. Mm-hmm. So. so for Beam, we've seen her playing around with a couple upgrades as well. One of the ones that I didn't initially think she was going to actually do, but now I'm kind of changing my tune about it, is the back handspring Piked Arabian. Mm-hmm. Originally, I was like, nah, like she's way off. I don't see it happening. But now I feel like it's getting a little bit better. She's getting more centered with it. And she's also taken it up to the high beam. Of course, there's mats underneath, so it's not quite the same thing. But I feel like it's gotten better. I've seen some progress with that. So I'm I'm thinking that if she keeps working at it, she could possibly have that in her routine. What do you think? Yeah, I think that it's a little bit hit or miss at this point in time. And I think Chelsea would agree with that. You know, sometimes she does it and she's dead center and she's spot on with it. And then there's some times where she's still going off to the side or she's not landing on the beam or like the floor beam. So, you know, air quote, she's not landing on the beam. Mm -hmm. So... She it's, does need to get way more consistent with yeah, it. Yes, that's my concern with it, is, like, I'm sure when she does it and it's great, then, like, perfect, but, like, how often is she going to do it like that mm-hmm. for it to be worth the risk? I'd love to see it, though. I think it's a really unique skill. I think it's fun to watch, and I think she does it really well. Mm-hmm. She's just got to get it centered consistently. And then what about the full twisting layout step out? That's one she started doing recently. Yeah, but I haven't really seen too much of it to really, that's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't really no like I feel like I need to see it more I gotta be honest with you and I don't want anyone to come for me but I don't really like the full twisting layout step out I don't like how it looks you know no yeah I feel like out of the skills we've seen her training on beam that's the one that's the least likely to make it in and it's funny because I feel like she actually granted she hasn't actually done it on the beam yet I feel like she could land that one okay like I think the landing on that one would be more consistent than the pike Arabian. I just don't like the way it looks in the air. You just don't think this, it's pretty. No. She kind of has bent knees and, yeah, I just don't like it. Like, the Arabian, the Piked Arabian, it looks beautiful. Well, and her Arabian in general, too. It's like, mm-hmm. woo. But like, I don't ah. like... <laughs> I don't like the full twist and layout step out, though. So, if she doesn't do that upgrade, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> but anyways, on Beam, I feel like Chelsea is just so solid. And she's so aggressive with everything she does and confident. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like her hit rate on Beam is going to be, like, huge. And that's something that will really help make her case for making the Olympic team that is or the true. world's team is that I think that she's the kind of person you can put up on beam and count on. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe some of the other girls in the U.S. right now you can't count on all the time. That is something that she's definitely going to have, you know, on her side. Because even if she doesn't have the highest start value, because that's the thing with Chelsea is that she's working her way back, also trying to add a few upgrades. She's not, she didn't have this whole time to prepare for this Olympics like all the other girls did. So she's kind of playing catch up. And I don't know if she's going to get up there with the best girls in the United States in terms of the all around on all four events, start value wise. Yeah. But... She does have consistency and experience in her back pocket, and that is a very good point, that especially on beam, her hit rate is so good that that is something that, you know, the national team coordinator and the, you know, the selection committee, they might look at her and think, you know, we need her on the team because she has this experience and you also know she's going to hit. Yeah, especially for that specialist spot. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about floor real quickly. We've seen a lot of skills on floor from Mm -hmm. Chelsea. So, double layout looks flawless. The double Arabian piked is huge. Oh, it's so good. So good. 
in the video she just posted, she freaking nailed. One I of those. know, yeah. Like I, I, she I don't even have words. And she's just like casual, <laughs> just Chelsea memo things. I, I truly, I don't even have words when I think about that. That is so good, and I can't wait to see it on the actual competition surface. And I wonder if she's gonna be able to stick it like that because she's stuck it a couple times. I think we've seen in training so far on the mats. Yeah. So well, and that skill along with the double layout aren't upgrades for her. Those are skills that Chelsea was always competing on floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have seen some upgrades, like the double-double. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could see her doing that one. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back and forth with Chelsea's upgrades on floor. Originally, I said yes to the double-double and no to the laid-out double Arabian. Then I watched the latest episode and I changed my mind. <laughs> I can actually see her doing the laid-out double Arabian. I don't know if I... I don't know if she's going to put it in her team, but I, she could totally land that if she wanted to. I think yeah. she could. I don't like how that skill looks. Um, it's too, like... Arched. Uh, yep, I was going to say, like, arched. Like, archie. Archie's not a word, I know, but... <laughs> but it kind of has to be, I feel like. Like, you couldn't actually... Okay, if you were to bring your hips forward, you'd be in more of a piked position, and that wouldn't look good. I don't think you can actually watch like, watch Simone do it and prove me wrong. I don't know if you can. Actually Simone keep does her, keep a pretty straight body position. To be honest, now I'm imagining Simone doing that skill, and I'm like, I think I take this back because I feel like she could do it. Do it with like a completely straight body position. That would be yeah. hard though. Like, could you imagine coming down the runway on that? Yeah. No, I know. I know. Um, I I know what you're saying though. I don't really like how she's kind of like open and she's arched back. And yeah. she's, as she's rotating through the air. But it is nice to see her landing it with a mat in the pit. Like, you can kind of get a feel for how it's going to look when she actually does it on the floor. And she was over-rotating it. You got to keep that in mind, too. That yeah, shows true. how much power she has. She's over-rotating a laid-out double Arabian. Like, what? <laughs> well, I think she was even surprised by that, too. Like, in the video, she was like, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. One thing that she has not done, and I haven't seen anyone suggest that she does this yet, but I want her to do this, a Biles. I feel yeah. like she could totally do a Biles, like double layout, half turn. Well, her double layout is so nice, and it's like, yeah, just add the half turn, boom. Mm-hmm. Or just twist the layout, double layout in any way, so do like laid out full in, maybe laid out double-double. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like her double layout is so solid and her body position is so good in the air and she gets so much height on it that she could afford to, like, put a twist in there somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I think I'd like to see that happen before putting in the laid out double Arabian. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you think of her skills, which ones you want to see her do, and... If you agree with our assessments of her skills, do you like the laid out double Arabian or the full twisting layout step one on beam? Because those are probably my least favorite upgrades of hers, but I want to know your guys' thoughts. So overall, my thoughts are that it's going to be tough for Chelsea to make the four-person Olympic team. Like we were saying before, I think the specialist spot could be her ticket to the games and I could also see her getting an alternate position or I could also see her going to worlds like I see a lot of different outcomes I think that if she's progressing at the level that she has been so far her chances are going to be greater mm-hmm. so you know in the very beginning of this I was kind of more leaning towards no and now I'm kind of like mm, maybe 
I feel when it comes to the actual team, basically at this point, we know how Tom is and how he selects teams. You pretty much have to be, not even pretty much, you do. You have to be one of the top four all-rounders to make that team. And there's already so many good girls in the United States. And I think Chelsea will be in that mix. But I think that her safest bet, like I was saying before, is going to be for that specialist spot. Yeah. Because her beam is strong and her floor is looking pretty strong. And she also will probably have bars in her back pocket. And then it's like she could just focus on those three events. I mean, not, she'll probably still focus on all four events. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where she'll be used, it would probably be, like, beam and floor and maybe bars. Mm-hmm. If she can put together a good routine. But I think it's really going to come down to how much she can clean up her routines, get consistent with some of the new skills, and also what her start values are. Right now, we don't really know. Yeah, we're seeing her put, you know, skills in the gym, but, like, they're not actually put together. Yeah. And I, like I said, I was going through YouTube and Twitter and just seeing what other people were coming up with in terms of start values. And obviously, Vault's a 5'4", if she does the double. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, Bar's 6'2". But that's kind of a rough estimate. You know, you don't really know what she's going to actually do. Right. Beam, I think, would be 5'8". And that's with everything that you'd expect her to do. So basically, every time you watch a video of her, she does like the same things, like the piked Barani, front tuck, you know, back handspring, layout, step out, like Arabian, all that stuff. And so the double pike dismount. Yeah. So the five eight would be with all that stuff, and that's not counting the big handspring piked Arabian. So if she were to get that, obviously her start value is going to go up. But I still think she's going to be kind of on the lower end of start value compared to the other girls in the United States. Yeah. And that's going to be what makes or breaks her chance of making the team. But the good thing is, is like, she still has time. Like, mm-hmm. there's still plenty of time before she even has to compete. Mm-hmm. So, who And knows? she has made so much progress in the time that she's, you know, basically announced her comeback until now mm-hmm. she's made so much progress so i'm excited to see what's gonna happen in the next couple months leading up to the games either way i will say this i don't think her training is going to go like to waste you know with air quotes because whether she makes it to the olympics or not like even if she was an alternate you know she could still go to worlds mm-hmm. so i definitely think that beyond just the national championships and the Olympic trials, she'll still have another competitive opportunity internationally, even if it's just Worlds. That That's something that she probably didn't even, like, think about back when she was, you know, first starting her comeback. Yeah. And it's like, she does have that option to go to Worlds if she doesn't make the Olympic team. And it's like, she can kind of thank the coronavirus for that. But mm-hmm. the way it all lined up is, you know, perfect, I would say. It did truly line up perfectly for Chelsea because it not only gave her that extra year to train and prepare, but yeah, I mean, she has another major international competition that she could go to if the Olympics don't work out. So I'm sure she'd be happy with either, to be honest. I wonder what she thinks. Like, I wonder if she is hoping to make the Olympic team. Like, is that her goal? Or is she kind of just along for the ride? I think she's just along for the ride. I feel like she wouldn't admit that she wants to go to the Olympics. Like, maybe in her head she'll know that's the goal, but like... I think to actually, like, say it out loud and, like, have the have the world, like... Have that expectation for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But regardless, I'm excited to see where Chelsea goes and I look forward to, you know, her videos every week and just seeing like what new stuff she's going to put out. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Olympic trials. So I'm hoping that we're going to see Chelsea there. And that's something that we couldn't say, you know, at the beginning of this year. No. We thought Chelsea Memo was retired. I mean, she hasn't competed since 2011. Did she yeah. compete in 2012 at all? She was injured. I know she got injured at the end of 2011. Um, she did. She competed at Classics. Isn't that what happened? She yeah, competed I was at Classics. Say, I like she didn't did make it to Nationals. And then they like screwed her over. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say, I was like, mm, I think she did. <laughs> she did a beam routine and she fell. Now I remember it. But yeah, seeing Chelsea Memo compete again is going to be so be freaking so awesome. so cool. So I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we actually want to hear your thoughts on Chelsea's comeback. So feel free to reach out, send us a message, send us a tweet, or send us an email. We're allthingsgympod at gmail.com and then allthingsgympod on Twitter and Instagram. We want to hear what you guys think. Do you think Chelsea can make the Olympic team or the world's team? What are your thoughts? Let us know. We have an interview planned for next week's episode, so if you are a silver or gold level Patreon supporter, then you may already have seen who we're going to be interviewing and have had a chance to submit questions. If you're a silver or gold Patreon supporter and you haven't seen our posts, just check your dashboard on Patreon. It should be there and you can submit questions. And everybody else will have to stay tuned and see. I think you guys are going to like who we have on. I think that she has a story to tell and I know she's definitely a fan favorite. But we hope you guys have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.